Hey there, it's me, your money, and welcome to Tandia Talks Money. They say money talks, and it is true, I do. And I also like to work hard. They say it builds character, but it also builds TFSAs and RRSPs, which is why every week Tandia will share new ideas, tips, and wisdom from Tandia's finest to help you get to where you want to go. You know, with a little help from me, of course. Like, who else? You'll dish about, you know, bikini waxes, a bad date, your not-so-kind boss, you know, things that should be personal. But when it comes to your money, suddenly that's a very personal and taboo topic. We, hopefully, through these podcasts, want to expose those dirty little secrets you're carrying around or hiding inside your wallets. The moment you share a secret, you've either felt like you've lost all control of it or you feel an immense release. At the end of the day, that secret is no longer yours. It's gone. It's out. It feels better. There's a huge emotional, mental, and physical impacts of secrets. In fact, there is a lot of research that suggests that keeping secrets can significantly boost stress hormones, impact blood pressure, inhibit sleep, contribute to mental health, and substance use disorders, and even increase chronic pain. So why do we do this to ourselves? Well, by keeping something secret, people can protect their reputation and their relationships with others. That's, you know, that's usually why we tend to keep these things to ourselves. Nobody wants to openly share things that they feel like they're failing at. But what I do find ironic is sometimes we're willing to tell, you know, our dirty little secrets to the most random people, meaning you've been with your hairdresser or esthetician, or you just feel that need to like unload to this stranger. Cause sometimes it's easier to tell the stranger your secrets and to not feel ashamed about it. Cause you think, Oh, I'm not going to see this person again. It's totally fine. Now, You'll say we've got nothing in common, no common ground to start from. And I know that I'm not going to go into like, and I said, but about, no, what I'm going to say about that is that it's true. We have secrets where we have common ground. Who among us doesn't? We have this in common. And I bet some of our financial secrets, as much as you would hate to admit it, but are probably pretty similar. So again, we pulled our audience and we asked them to tell us their secrets. And we hope that by answering these secrets anonymously and sharing some, we can help break down some of the stigmas that surround your finances, that you know you should have it all together, then maybe you don't. So let's get to it. Let's break down these barriers and let you feel a little bit more relatable with each other. So here's secret number one. So without fail, I am in line at HomeSense, Marshalls, Winners, really, I think any TGX store is covered under that, with just a shirt. And by the time I check out, I have gourmet popcorn, a neck pillow, a candle, LED twinkle lights, a new water bottle, a yoga mat, and wrapping paper. Yeah, just from like standing in line to get to the cashier. I feel you. I feel this HomeSense person. I think we need to put blinders on when standing in line sometimes. But you know that marketing tactic, it worked. They got you. So here's today's tip. Stop letting them win, especially those windy checkout lines filled with all the things you didn't know you needed, but yet you had to have. You think that there's a reason why they're going slow with the cash? No, it's just giving you more time to pick out all these things. Maybe there's a wooden spoon in there too, always, or like those odor eaters. Like I always end up buying those, those little gel beads. They work really well, but 
They are designed to get you to add more to your cart before you reach the checkout. And we all know we've been there on those days and you've got a little extra paycheck lying around. So you're like, okay, this is great. I'll just get all these little things. It's only $3.99, $4.99. It's easier to spend. Now, what I'm going to say to you, influential spender, is stay strong. Buy what you need and exit the store. Look down. Do what you need to do to avoid the extra checkout charges. Use this example. We want you to think about your money. Be money mindful. Being mindful of your spending while you're waiting in line. Why don't you just check your phone? Maybe go on your online banking app. Instead of spending that extra money, maybe you're going to take this time and move that extra money over to a savings account. These little money lessons, little money tricks, I swear, do add up. The same way that, you know, the marketing tactic of I'm going to put $704 things while you wait in line. So you end up having a bill over $100 when you went in for a t-shirt. So little helpful tips. Okay, here's the next confession. I still run to my dad for my financial decisions. I ask my dad permission on all things money-related, cable, service, stocks, whatever. If cash is required, I'm calling pops for pre-approval. That wouldn't be so odd if I were still 16, tooling around in the car he paid for, maybe charging emergency purchases at the Gap to his card. But the thing is, I'm 27. My friends think I'm crazy. They were eager to cut the parental purse strings and free themselves from the constant monitoring of their expenses. But I crave oversight. The decisions I make these days, from elective dental work to buying my own place, come with bigger price tags and consequences than ever before. And smart and capable as I consider myself to be, I'm afraid to take on that kind of responsibility alone. Okay, I call my dad for everything. Anytime my car breaks down, I don't know what I expect him to do from like a city away. But I just feel like he's there to help me because I feel like I'm not very confident in car things. So daddy's girl, I think there's nothing wrong with looking for guidance and insight when it comes to your financial decisions. But what I think I'm hearing is you're maybe afraid to take the leap on your own. So here's my tip for today. I think you need to give yourself some grace and acceptance that maybe you may make some financial mistakes over your life, but you need to think about how you're going to recover from them is sometimes how you learn. I think you, as you independently make your own financial decisions and you don't need daddy's approval, you will begin to feel more confident in them. I think also some financial literacy really doesn't hurt either. I say every week, it helps you gain an understanding of your financial picture and helps you to make better financial decisions so you can feel more confident in them. I think never hurts. I think you're, you're already doing it. Step one. And maybe you didn't ask your dad to post this question to us, but hopefully this gives you some guidance and some reassurance that you've got this and you can totally do it. Okay. Our last one for today. I took cash advance off my one credit card to pay my other credit card and now I can't keep up. Okay, now while it's possible to use your credit card to get cash out of the ATM, then use that money to pay off another card, I have to say such a transaction, a cash advance, typically comes with high fees and interest rates, making an incredibly expensive way to get fast cash. Now, obviously, if you're in the position that you're having to do this, then it's already done. But what I'm hearing here is you make spending decisions every day. So it's maybe time to think about what your spending decisions have been and how you're at the point you are where you need to feel like you need to pull cash from your credit card. This is part of the debt cycle. We did an episode on this. Maybe go back and look for it, the debt cycle. But here are the points that lead you into the same cycle. 
it feels like you can never break free after, right? You're making a poor spending decision, maybe an unexpected cost has come up, and now you're in this cycle and you're paying debt with other debt and you're not really getting anywhere. So first step, my cycling friend, would be to start to be more aware of why you are spending that money, why you feel like your credit cards are kind of getting out of hand. Are you overpaying? Is there one too many purchases at the mall? Is there one too many Best Buy purchases? You know, who knows what's happening? But by being more aware and reviewing and sitting down and maybe doing a budget, you can maybe look for other sources of income that you can use to pay off that credit card. Maybe there is a option to consolidate some of these credit cards. So you're not left paying with a higher interest rate credit, like a credit card to pay another higher interest rate credit card. It's not really getting you anywhere. It's just kind of doing the same thing. I know I really can't say like I can help you avoid the unexpected events that happen that usually put us into debt, but we can try to work on things that we can control. So being a little bit more mindful, seeking out the right people to help you guide through this process so you can have a better understanding of why you're constantly in the debt cycle and how you can get out of it, create a plan to make yourself feel like you're making progress on these cards instead of just, you know, taking from one to pay the other and then vice versa, because you really are not doing anything. So hopefully today we answered some burning questions. Hopefully maybe you felt a little bit relatable to some of these scenarios. I know again, like I said, we were willing to share like the dirty gossip from other things, but when it comes to our own finances, we're not willing to talk about things with other people and feel like we're not the only ones in this boat. We believe ultimately in the power of financial literacy and how by really having an understanding of your financial picture really truly helps to empower you to make better financial decisions and have a positive relationship with money, whether it's recognizing your spending habits, whether it's feeling more confident in your purchases, whether it's avoiding the checkout line. We want you to recognize your worth, help you enjoy life to its fullest. Maybe, you know, next time you can buy that gourmet popcorn. I just bought some from the HomeSense line and I highly recommend. But we want you to have the experiences you've always wanted to do. Ultimately, we are here for you. We encourage you to get in touch with us at any time, whether it's with a confession or a question about our business or a comment on how we might be able to answer some burning financial questions. After all, at Tandia, your voice is the most important one. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we hope you have found value through this podcast. We are on all the social channels, so please snap a photo of this podcast, tag us, and share us on your channel so we can help get the word out. Don't forget, you can always connect with us at Tandia.com. Catch you soon. Thanks for tuning in. I don't know about you, but I feel smarter already. Remember, Tandia is here to help. If you found this podcast helpful, please let us know. Got feedback? Want to learn more? Just head to Tandia.com. Tandia, as unique as you. Tandia.